Welcome, everybody, to the Boys and Woods podcast. Today, we have a special guest host, a country musician, Chris Moreno. Is that how you say it? Correct? We got it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Moreno is usually how I say it. So, Moreno. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed the other people said Moreno. I was like, oh, man, we're going to get it wrong, too. It's, so we're good. Uh, it's actually like it's spelled wrong because I'm Italian, but they oh, changed man. it coming overseas. So it's spelled the Spanish way, but I'm not Spanish. Oh, so. nice. That works. So I, I run it. We this- said it correct. Yeah. Okay. As a Sires, S-Y-E-R-S. Yeah, I run it. Uh, oh, my gosh. Names uh, are not something oh, yeah. that I grew attached to at a young age. <laughs> Gotta let it go. So, good. Absolutely. So for our listeners out there, which is a whole bunch of sports freaks and leisure yep. fanatics, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came about into the country music world. I, we, I was reading about you grew up in Massachusetts and around November yep. or around 2018, you had moved to Nashville. So yeah, just I'll give you the floor, man. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll start by saying I am a Boston sports fan, which I know we can that's can be a polarizing statement, but yeah, I spent my I grew up my whole life in Massachusetts. Grew up there, went to college out in the west, the western part of the state at UMass Amherst, and then I lived in Boston for about a decade after that. And I was doing music for the tail end of that until I went to Nashville, but. Yeah, born and raised in Massachusetts, and and it was Nashville was a nice just change of pace overall, but also for the purposes of music. And I went full time with music around that time as well. So happy to have grown up in the Northeast, but it's nice to have a different change, be somewhere else. So I'm a huge foodie, man. Any chance I get to talk about mm. food, I take it. So growing yeah. up in Boston, where was yep. your food spot? Where did where was like whether your parents told you, hey, we're going here, and you just effed your pants because you were super excited. What, what's <laughs> yeah. that spot that comes to mind? When I was a kid, it was Pizza Hut. Sad, sad yeah. to admit, but it's yeah. Pizza Hut. No, that's I too, man. Yeah. So was, I grew up, my mom's 100% Italian, so she was always a good cook. And then oh. when I moved to Boston, I lived in the North End, which is Little Italy of Boston. Yeah. So I literally yeah. lived on top of restaurants and on the busiest street there. So it was just I think there's literally like a hundred Italian restaurants in this small <laughs> right yeah. So yeah, Italian food, pizza, that's always my favorite. Not oh, before man. I go on stage, but aside yeah. from that, that's what do I do. You have a do you have a before you go on stage prep meal? Is, it's is just it some, some, something like clean protein and a wrap or chicken wrap or chicken rice or I'm not superstitious or too picky, but I yeah. the cleaner the better. Yeah, you know, typically yeah, it's a good energy. Man, being on stage has got to yeah, be I, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't want to be burping into the mic. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Forget about that. Yeah, we Charles does it all the time. We just it, nobody ever hears it because yes. we can edit it out. Same with podcasts. Yeah, you got to make sure yeah. everything's flowing nicely. So. so now, reading a little bit more into you, you had recently done a, a little stint at, and call it a little stint, forgive me, but Fort Bragg. Yeah. Now, how, how did that come about? And if you can give us a little bit of that experience for you personally, because I'll tell you a little bit about concerts and my basic training afterwards. Oh yeah. I would love to hear it, man. Yeah. So I'm on the Deggy entertainment roster and they specialize in college bookings. But when I signed on, I noticed that they are really big in the military space. And I was like, that's a cool little bonus. And I didn't know if anything was going to come of that, but they offered me the, opening slot for Walker Hayes on 4th of July last year. Nice. Yeah. And they originally said it's going to be 20,000 people. And the actual total was like 50 or 60,000. Yeah. 
whole space. And man, it was so cool because I got to meet a lot of the, I think it's called the gold star families, people who had just lost someone in the service. So I'm meeting like the, the wife and the daughter. And honestly, man, it was like such a, just, I don't know, humbling is not the right word, but it was just like such an emotional experience just yeah, to see such a, such a pure moment. Absolutely. Yeah, and just the, in the generals and everyone who like run that base and just meeting everyone was so welcoming and so nice. And just, yeah, for me, it was an emotional thing, but it was just, yeah. I don't know. Like I've always had such respect for the military, but even just to getting to do that and share that with them was just like, I felt That's... I walked away so grateful. Yeah. Oh, and I'll tell you what, as a fan or as a person on the other side. So when I, I went to basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia, and Bombshell and Montgomery Gentry came down mm -hmm. and played. And outside of us puking our guts out afterwards because we were gifted into all of these great ice cream cookies and just snacks galore, soda, stuff that I hadn't seen in months. Yeah. I should have known I was foolish otherwise. But it was just this small moment that 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 broke the the fixture that was basic training. And we were all so grateful. We talked about it for probably the last four weeks of basic training, just how awesome those concerts were. Thank you for what you did. That was fantastic. And I know the people out there loved it. Yeah. And listening to some of your music, I went to, I was visiting your website, Chris marino music.com and your uh, new single how to act i i love that can you tell us a little bit about that song and how it came about yeah we'll do and also i just want to mention i actually got late last year i went to i went to alaska too to another military oh, base Charles so, fort wainwright i did i was stationed yeah, yeah, yeah. at fort wainwright yeah 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 that was such a cool experience too just oh. going in the winter everything's so white yeah just covered in snow and just then we drove two hours from wainwright or maybe it was vice versa, but anyways, we did a two-hour yeah. drive. <clears throat> Me and uh, my guitarist up there, and it, it was just that was wild. It was super oh, cool. if you ever get back up there, man, you got to take the trip to Chena Hot Springs. In 2007, oh, the, from Fairbanks yeah. to Chena was voted like the most scenic route in Alaska. It's oh my god, dude! It, I'm not yeah. going to tell you how fast you can go because the state troopers in Alaska do a wonderful job, but you can have a fantastic <laughs> yeah. time on that stretch. <laughs> a bunch of beautiful yeah, camping man. spots. So if your music ever takes you back up there or anything does, man, absolutely check out that China spot. It is just yeah. glorious. A bunch of people had mentioned that when I was there for sure. But yeah, how to act is I grew up with the, like a, a '90s rock influence and yeah. Um, I could hear it in your music. A lot of Matchbox yeah. 20, as yeah, you mentioned. That's, yeah, that's, country. Yeah, exactly. And then, but I do love country and I like the storytelling aspect. So I'm trying to really combine those, not specifically 90s rock, but just that's what it sounds like. But so that song is just, a, it's like a fun, it's going to be fun to play live. It's a little bit more rocking. So yeah. I decided to put that one out. And that one's just about like dating. I know I've had plenty of time being single in relationships and then a lot of time with the casual dating. And that's yeah. that song is just speaking about not even necessarily first person, but that song speaking about the ambiguity of dating these days where a lot of it's just, like, you're like pretending you don't like the person as much as they like you and whatever. We, right. It's yeah. Just, yeah. The banter, the back and forth playing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just like the lack of putting titles on anything, just the casual yeah. nature of, yep, we're just, we're dating, you know. The, the moment I hit play and I listened to it on YouTube and via your website there, you could, there was a buttload of links, especially Spotify, which I mean, you seem to be rocking on Spotify. We'll pull some of those numbers up. Nice. Congratulations on all of that. Much it. more for your success. The moment the song started playing, I'm like, 
I'm telling him, I'm like, man, this is giving me that country vibe. I said, I want to, I just want to jump in the truck and go to the beach. It yeah. was really nice to hear. Now, something you had mentioned, it caught my ear. You had said when you were writing the song that this became a song that you can have more fun on stage with. Is that something you look into with your music? Is it something that when you're writing music, do you try to be able to be more playful on stage to get interactions with the audience? Yeah, that, that's a really good question. It's for me, it's because as an artist, like I'm putting out songs every two months or so, and yeah. I try to be very selective. So for every song that's released, I'm writing like five to 10 that don't get released. So I'm not just putting oh, yeah. everything out. But that being said, it's I have the sort of songs that I really like to write a lot of mid tempo, sometimes balladish. But yeah, it's you need to mix it up for your own sanity and you need to stretch your comfort zone. So once something like that was just like, if it can check the box of being a little bit more fun and up-tempo live, sometimes you yeah. do have to think about your set list. And if you're playing 10 songs, it's okay that there's a cohesive sound, but you need variations within that. So I do hold weight if I get a song I like and it yeah. serves another purpose too, of just being a little bit more like, all right, we're bobbing our heads to this. Yeah. It feels light. That's That was a factor with that one for sure. That's, Even like it's not every song. It. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and it's not, not every song needs to be like, um, okay, this is the best thing I've ever written. It's I'm going to really be into the, every song that I put out, but it's yeah. time serving a purpose is another aspect of it. You know? And again, this back and forth banter has brought another great question into my mind. How did the comfort of knowing that not everything you do is going to be how you portray it set in? Where did you gain that ability to just keep trucking? Because a lot of today, sad, Right? And a lot of people hit that first road bump and they're like, oh no. And you seem to be not only living it well, but embracing it as part of what moves you forward. Oh yeah. So you're asking about the not being able to predict how something will do? Yes, or, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's, again, great question. Cause I think it's so, it's understated how important that is. And same for you guys with the podcast too. It's like, yeah. everything that you do the more you do whatever you're doing the better like it's the whole ten thousand hours thing yeah. and so when i wrote my first album i put out like an album basically really early on and that was like i was so precious about all the songs and it, it just held so much weight because it was uh, from the heart and all that and the music still has to be from the heart and i always write yeah. from that place if it doesn't mean anything to me i'm never going to release it but because the volume is so much higher now, I've written 100, 200 songs. I can emotionally yeah. detach from the outcome of it. So it's yeah, it's I really it's like great when people like it. But if people didn't like like it, I'd be like, oh cool, maybe I'll learn something from that. But I don't even care anymore. Right. I mean, I, I care, and it's the best thing in the world right. when they, they like it. Absolutely, but I can detach and move on from it because it's right. just. I'm you take the constructive for the criticism for what it is, and and you're able yeah. to utilize that moving forward. Absolutely, because yeah, you read and hear. Right. We all read and hear everything. Absolutely. Yeah, because it, not everything you do is going to be a home run. So it's like, in order to get to the gold, you have to really, you just have to keep showing up every single day, putting in that work. Absolutely, mm -hmm. ten thousand yep. hours. Yeah, what exactly. a wonderful answer. I can see why over 15 million global streams with over 175,000 monthly listeners on Spotify has been achieved. Absolutely. The power of your music touches people as music touches many people. What made you want to get into that? And, and you've mentioned influencing artists, but 
man, music is, that's that thing your teacher looks at you and goes, are you sure you want to do that? Not read this book. (laughs) I'm sure you you heard that. So I'm glad you did. And many other people are what pushed you forward. Yeah. I always, I gravitated to it towards it as a kid. I I just would live like, I remember being like 10 years old. I would just lock myself in my room and listen to music or play guitar once I started doing that. But it just always gave me peace of mind. And I always just thought the coolest thing in the world would be if I could do the thing for other people, the thing that meant the most to me, like that was what made me not feel alone in the world. And it's, it, to be honest, it still is, but I did it as a kid and as a teenager. And then I actually stopped when I went went to college and into my early twenties, I just, I worked and I didn't do music for kind of a while. And then I picked it up later on in life. And I think it was one of those things where I just didn't know if I was maybe even good enough or if I could do it. But then I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put the time in to take vocal lessons and learn how to song and just see what I can do. And so I never looked back once I started, once I set my mind to it, I just never looked back. But yeah, to answer that question, it's just, it's the biggest kick that I get is from like knowing that I can give other people what my favorite artists have given me. So what's cooler than that? What, yeah, what imagine what a purpose filling feeling that that has become. And that's fantastic. And I definitely hope it continues. And I don't want to be the one. I'm a chatty Kathy, Chris. I, I every once in a no, while, man, I got to grab Pat. This. He's good. He's good. I let him go. I let him go. <laughs> I know Pat's got a couple questions too. So I, I'll yeah. let Pat throw a few of them. Well, these out are, there these, and... Yeah, these are going to be like, since you lived in Nashville, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. The Smoky Mountains, yeah. or have you been to the LBL? The lake between the lakes or the land between the lakes. Yep. The LBL is the land between the lakes in Kentucky. It's a beautiful place. It's a national park and it's fantastic. You ever get a chance? Okay, so to I've been to the people? smoke. Yeah. Uh, I've been to the Smoky Mountains, but I've actually was looking for new places to go this fall. So I think you're 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 turning me on to something here that I should check out. That is it's northwest of uh Clarksville. So Fort Campbell, it's by Benton. I don't okay. know. You probably, maybe you've done a few concerts up around this way. This is not too far from Nashville. But yeah, if you get a chance, well, definitely yeah, go I'll, there. I'll yeah, we'll do. Absolutely. I hear a lot of people being asked when they do their traveling, what's the first thing you do when you get home? But during your travels, when you enter a new city, outside of mm-hmm. checking in and scrunching your feet in a carpet, what's the first thing you do in a new city? So after the hotel, you're talking about yeah. what do I do when yeah. I... Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a big coffee shop guy. So usually yeah. that may, that might be the next day if I get that time. But that's my favorite thing is probably man, going to bars and stuff after you play. That's always yeah. a lot of fun. But yeah, either going out for yeah. coffee or going out for drinks and just getting a feel for the city. That's been super yeah. cool. I just grew up in the Northeast. And now to live right. in the central part of the country or ish and being able to see all these other places that I've never seen Wisconsin being one of those, I was traveling there and played there last year, a bunch. Yeah. You had some cheese curds. It's Tell me cool. you had some cheese curds. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Wow. <laughs> All right. We'll have to figure some out. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to mail you some or something. I will get it on some dry ice or something. You can't be in Wisconsin and not have cheese curds. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm a I don't know. Why I'd, how, I don't know how <laughs> that, that did it happened, yeah. It just, you know, I could, from the sounds of it, again, from the answer there, I pulled out another question. The timing. Yeah. Everything in your day is scheduled. So those small moments when, when you're able to create them, how, how valuable is that to you? 
Meaning like when I'm on the road or? Uh, yes. No, when you're on the road. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm sure between the fans and you want to give them as much time preparing for the next show, that personal time doesn't seem like it pops up a lot. Maybe somebody's got to push you into, hey, man, go take a break for a second. How valuable is that? Yeah, it's all different. But it, yeah, the, I mean, it's super valuable because it's, you know, the traveling is a pain in the ass, the actual traveling, but being mm-hmm. in the new place, in the different places is great. And yeah. I always... Uh, I'll, I'll always like when I come back, I'll be a lot of times very tired, but also it can mm-hmm. just renew my purpose. If I'm not on the road for too long, yeah. then I start getting a little bit like stir crazy being at home. Like the being on the road, a lot of times reminds me of like why I'm doing it in yeah. the first place. And, and that's because of the connection and just the overall experience of playing music. Yeah. That's fantastic. So now the, a lot of my information and questions, I'm not going to lie, have come from this wonderful article that you did back in 2018 on, on thecountrynote.com. Oh, okay. okay. And now at the end of that, it had been mentioned that you only had a few months left of 2018 and that your goal was to, over the next couple of months, write as many songs as possible. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward from that moment till now. You've been in Nashville for a little while and has the goals continued on the same path or has Nashville allowed you to become bigger than you thought you could be? No, there's still so much more that like, I don't, so what I've tried to do and what I think I've done is find this balance of being extremely hungry and wanting to go out and get what I feel I'm worth, so to speak but yeah. also being very content with the process because if you're not, that just leads to anxiety in comparison to other people. And so I've done a pretty good job of eliminating that. And, but I think really what it is for me is the answer is just always more of the same. And yeah. I'm always reframing my strategy and trying to figure that out. But what I mean by that is it's always going to be, the answer is always going to be write more songs, produce more content, keep trying to book the best shows that you can keep connecting yeah. with fans. It's just always. And then ultimately the hope is like that was five years ago and I can look back and be like, wow, look what I accomplished. Hopefully five years from now, it's the same thing. I look back and I'm like, look at what yeah. just consistency has gotten me. Yeah. But I'm a big believer in consistency. I'm a very, I'm a type A personality. So I'm always like, okay, yeah. how do we get here? But it's just repetitions. I think. A lot of time. Yeah. That, that brings up a good point. One of my favorite sayings was, like who I am today is not who I was 10 years ago and who I'm going to be 10 years from now is not who I am today. And just staying on the same path and focusing and it gets me to that better person that I want to be. And it seems like you're not only accomplishing that, you're also bringing many people with you along with you in this journey with your music. And I just, Chris, I know we're running a little bit up on time here. So I just want to give you the floor, man for anything that you want to plug yourself with anything new that you got coming up anything that you just want to shout out because we appreciate you and your time and i can't wait to deep dive further into your music yeah man i appreciate it thank you guys for having me it's been great questions honestly it's but yeah i think like one it's just the more that the more that i can have a platform and the more that i can hopefully find success the more i do want to talk about that message which is like again i spent a chunk of my life not even thinking that i could be doing music as a singer yeah. or a songwriter <clears throat> so i just I, I just think it's so important that i want to spread the message of just do step one and then if you're yeah. whatever to whatever it is you want to do and then from there it's if that keeps calling you then just keep going and just don't stop yeah. until you really want to stop so yeah the, the, I, I try to always yeah. 
Some of that ends up in the music, but that's always whenever I talk is I want to preach that message because I just think like we don't even, we're so capable of doing a lot more than we realize. Yes. And I, I say this all the time. We're all born so uniquely beautiful. Get out right. there and shine like that unique star you can be. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and everybody and, 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 has, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. everyone has Shouting an artist. No, everyone has like an artistic part to them and it, and it mm -hmm. can manifest whatever you're doing. There's art, there's creativity yeah. involved with whatever you're doing. Manifestation. Um, and I just Absolutely. Think it's, yeah. And I just think it's more of a skill than people realize. It's like that repetition yeah. and then do it and then like assess and then do it and then assess. Yeah. It's like, Trusting so yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Trusting in yourself. God, yeah. And so you cool. learn to trust yourself the more you do it too. Yeah. You learn to like go off your own intuition. Yeah. My biggest teacher in life, even to this day, has been my failures. As long as I'm not making yeah. the same mistake the same way over and over again, hell yeah. Mistake me up. Dude, it's sad, man. Cause yeah, it's, you can learn a little bit by success, but failure really yeah. teaches oh, you. Oh, hell yeah. Teaches you what you should have done and shouldn't have done. And it teaches you who the hell you oh, are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you had mentioned too about the platform, Chris. Anytime you want to come, we will give you all the time in the world. Yeah, Let's this do has it, been, man. yeah, this hey. has been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to following you in the future. And I'm a chatty Kathy, so expect an email or two. I love it, man. Yeah, it was great to connect with you guys. I'm looking forward to sharing this whenever it comes out. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sweet. We'll probably very sometime. Long. Awesome, sweet. So, hey. Thank you hey, very much. Hey, many blessings to you and your family, Chris. Thank you. All so the much. best, guys. Thank you so much. This was great. Yeah.